And welcome back to the Learning to Sit Still podcast. I want to thank you for listening. And if this is your first time joining me, welcome. I am so glad you could be here today. Be sure to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. And if you have an extra moment, would you consider leaving a review? It only takes a few moments. Or you can also share this episode on social media. Both help others find this podcast. If you are looking for some good resources for deepening your faith, just visit sitstillmydaughter.com to see what is available for you, including Bible reading plans, blog posts, and downloads. I also have a link in the show notes that allows you to donate to this ministry. Your support helps us in continuing to encourage the hearts of women with the truth of God's word. Have you ever taken the time to learn someone? I mean, really learn them, what they enjoy doing in their spare time, what they like to eat, their habits, even what certain facial expressions mean. Dating couples often do this as they begin their journey of getting to know each other. One guy even wrote down everything he had learned about his girlfriend in a book. He made it a point to ask her questions each time they were together so he could store up new information about her. He really wanted to learn her. Now, we smile at that and think that is one of the sweetest things we've ever heard. But let me ask you, have you learned Christ? And what happens when we do? That is my question for today. And it comes from Ephesians 4 verse 20, which says, but ye have not so learned Christ. This statement comes after Paul's admonition to not be like the unbelieving Gentiles who walk in the vanity of their mind, devoid of truth and appropriateness. They are perverse and alienated from the life of God, living a darkened life, completely missing out on the real and genuine one they could have in Christ. What is the contrast? We have not so learned Christ. In some ways, this could be taken to mean that you can't learn Christ this way because the darkness obscures the truth. Only those who walk in the light can learn Christ. But what does it mean to learn him? The word learned means to learn someone, their doctrines, precepts, to learn from study and observation, to increase one's knowledge. These are the steps to learning Christ. We must study them and Where do we go to do that? The Word of God. He has given us 66 books to read and study. He has withheld nothing but given us everything we need to learn Him, to know what pleases Him, to know how to follow Him, what He expects of us, what promises He has given to us. And best of all, He has told us over and over again what we mean to Him. The real question is, do we want to know Him? Are we willing to be like that young man who came intentionally to every date with questions to ask his girlfriend? He did his homework. He was willing to invest time and energy into finding out all about this woman he would someday call his wife. You have heard me say it often on this show, and if you follow me on social media, you no doubt have seen the countless posts I do about journaling. To me, Journaling is not about fancy handwriting or beautiful artwork, though. I admire the people with the talent. 
at its core. It really is about digging deep into the Word of God so that we can know more about God. The more we study, the more we will learn, and the stronger our foundation becomes. I have learned over the years that Scripture reveals itself to you the more you study and read it. Passages that may have been a struggle now make sense as you come back to them years later because you have gained more knowledge. You have grown in the Lord. God promises to show himself to those who look for him. Those who seek him will find him. Our search never dead ends or is in vain, but we have to be willing to take the first step. I recently enjoyed attending a nonprofit fundraising banquet and had the privilege to hear a young 16-year-old boy give his testimony about how studying the Bible for himself changed his life. He became a diligent student of the word, and you can see the difference it is making in his life. In the last few moments of the video presentation, he and his mom said something so profound that I had to share it with you. She commented that both her and her son developed a hunger for the word of God, and this young man followed her words by saying, and he fed us. My heart almost burst from excitement and I had to make sure I didn't jump out of my seat and cause a scene. But this teenager got it. He understood that God will feed those who come with a hungry soul. Can I ask you if you're hungry? If we were all to go to an all-you-can-eat buffet, but somebody stopped at a fast food place and ate a hamburger, we probably wouldn't be very hungry when we got there. We will not have an appetite and not really enjoy the large variety of food. When we come to the Word of God, I pray that we have a desire, a hunger for His truths and are ready to be fed. I also have to bring up this point. I am one of those who has enjoyed watching a movie called National Treasure, the story of one man who refused to give up on the idea of a hidden treasure hidden somewhere in the United States. Now, please know it is a fictional movie, and this man gave it his all. Plus, he convinced a few other people along the way to join him. In the end, he found what he was looking for, and my friends, I can think of no greater treasure than the Word of God, and I want to spend my life searching the vast riches of His Word, words written over thousands of years preserved for me to read and reread all so that I might learn him to increase my knowledge of him. I truly look forward to my quiet time because this is my opportunity to discover something I didn't know or comprehend before. I get to unpack his truths and learn how they can be applied in my life to better live for him a life that is pleasing and purposeful. Doesn't that excite you? It should, my friends. It really should. Now, what are some practical ways we can form this habit of learning Christ? First, start with a set time. Make it a point to do it every day. For me, and I've shared this before, I like to get up early so that I can do my quiet time before work. I usually start with prayer and then transition into reading my Bible. Next, try to have a place where you do your quiet time consistently. For me, because it's early, I have a set of what I like to call fairy lights hanging on my wall that give a warm light and I sit in my favorite chair with a writing board in my lap to give me a hard surface to work on. I also like to have a favorite beverage near me, which is usually coffee since I need a little pick-me-up, but tea or even a glass of water are great options. 
Some helpful study tools like a Strong's Concordance and a commentary are among my must-haves, so I can look up meanings and context as I unpack each verse. Now, whatever passage I am in, I make it a practice to look for truths that apply to me, such as the Learning Christ Principle. I had to ask myself, was I seeking to learn more about Christ in each passage as I read? And was my life as a believer one of growth, or had I hit a plateau? These are good questions to ask yourself as you study the Bible each day. What does it say about Christ? What does it say to me that needs to change? And how am I implementing what I learned today? We are not only to learn Christ, but also to learn of him. We know that he is meek and lowly. This is something that we observe about him in the Gospels and is a trait we should seek to weave into our own life. We know that he loved others and asks us to do the same. We know that he freely forgives and expects us to forgive others who have wronged us. Remember that to learn someone is to study and observe. This is all part of the learning process, but it is worth it all. The more we know, the better we will be able to trust and praise him. But there is something also that comes with an increase in knowledge, and that is greater responsibility. Now you may say, well, then I don't want to learn any more than I have to, but let's briefly talk about the parable of the servants who were each given talents. The master rewarded the two who had increased what he had given to them, but he had harsh words of judgment for the one who simply hid it. God expects us to grow, to mature in our faith, and when we intentionally choose not to, there will be no words of commendation on that judgment day. My friends, I want to point out that the two servants did not have equal shares of talents. They merely grew what they had. And that is all God asks of us, to study and learn him to the best of our ability. Don't worry about how others' lives and or understanding looks compared to yours. God's not interested in that. He only wants you to be a student of the word. I remember in college that there were students who could do rings around my graphic design skills. And even though I did feel embarrassed at times, my teacher was never disappointed in my work because she knew that I had given it my best. And that is what my grade reflected. And I tended to get good grades. I pray that each of you take the time to learn Christ, that you make it a priority to just study and observe the one who loved you so much that he died for you and that you come with a true hunger to learn him, to know him more. Remember that you are precious in his sight and he longs for you to know him, which is why he gave us his word so that we could learn Christ. And that is where we'll end today's episode. My friends, have a wonderful day and let's be women who dwell in the quiet place. Mm -hmm.